Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. I want this thing to end. Oh, we bet you do, Michael Caputo. I, I believe they're trying to destroy the president, destroy his family, destroy his businesses, and destroy his friends. I'm Tim Wenger on the podcast, powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. Former Trump campaign aide and WBEN contributor Michael Caputo met behind closed doors with special counsel Robert Mueller's team Wednesday as part of their ongoing investigation into alleged Russian meddling during the 2016 presidential election and possible collusion between the country and Trump's campaign. I believe that the the staff of the Senate Intelligence Committee, in fact, the staffers, especially on the Democratic side of all the investigations on Capitol Hill, are cooperating and being coordinated, and they're doing their best to draw this out as long as possible. Michael Caputo now, in his own words, before a microphone for nearly 20 minutes after emerging from the Mueller team interview. Listen. I, I believe they're trying to destroy the president, destroy his family, destroy his businesses, and destroy his friends. And that's what it's all about. They wanted to stall Donald Trump's agenda from day one. And now we know that the Russian dossier put together by Fusion GPS is still being researched, being financed by Democrats. And to me, you know, the, the reports that these people from Fusion GPS are coordinating with these investigators is really bad news. And, and did you have something very specific at the end that you said to them as well? Well, I, here's the thing, you know, it, it was actually a pretty decent exchange at the Senate yesterday, but I, all the way through I couldn't remember, I, mean, I couldn't forget uh, that I was there because of them and that my family is now going to be upwards of $125,000 in legal bills because of them. And at the end, I, I told them, I want to know what they're doing. I want to know uh, uh, who they're coordinating with. I want to know who's paying for all this because God damn them to hell. It's, it's completely destroyed my family. I mean, we're sticking together, me and my kids and my wife, but it's absolutely destroyed our lives. So this has been a great personal cost. It is. I mean, not forget about the $125,000. I wish I could. But uh, the death threats just keep pouring in. Last month, my wife got a piece of a sniper rifle in the mail anonymously. Uh, what it's doing to my kids, I, I really don't want to go into, but it's crushing them. Uh, this, I've never seen anything like this in my life. I've worked on the Hill. I worked in those committee hearings. I've never seen something so profoundly screwed up. I reported to Rick Gates, uh, through Rick Gates, to to Paul Manafort. I've known both of them for many years. We never spoke of it. In fact, there's nobody in Trump Tower at that time who has closer connections uh, to Moscow and to the Kremlin than me. I worked there for seven years. I worked for the Kremlin for some of those years. Nobody ever asked me about Russia. Nobody ever spoke to me about what, you know, how Russia might help. Uh, and of course, I left in June uh, before the convention. Uh, the reports that there were meetings, they were really surprising to me. But I still think we have no proof of collusion. And this, these investigations have to end. Very difficult. Um, the most difficult part of it was 
waiting for it. Uh, as soon as we found out last month that they wanted us in, we picked the date and we organized it. I wasn't allowed to talk about it with anyone, uh, least of all in the media. I, but I really didn't know what to expect. I've never been involved in something like this before. I have a really good attorney, Dennis Vaco from Lithbus Mathis, uh, and these guys know white-collar government uh, uh, prosecutions really, really well. I was very well prepared. But still, it was very, very difficult. The, 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 the lawyers there are very directed. They know everything. Pierre, they know more about what I did in 2016 than I do. So was that frightening? It's a little bit frightening to know that the government can have that much information on you. But at the same time, it also gives me confidence that they're getting to the bottom of this thing. Because at the bottom of, a thing, of this thing is absolutely nothing. In general, they're talking about, you know, Guccifer and DC leaks and WikiLeaks. They're talking about the timing of some things that happened at the campaign and at the convention. I think they're completely focused on collusion with Russia. Uh, of course, they wouldn't ask me about uh, obstruction and some of the other things that they're looking to, financial crimes, because I had no exposure to that as someone who left during the summer of 2016. They're asking questions about other people's engagement with the WikiLeaks, and, and uh, you know, these are things I know nothing about. Yeah, they ask about Roger, they ask about Paul, they ask about Rick, you know, they ask about people that I hadn't heard uh, any questions about from the Senate or the House. Uh, I believe that this investigation is moving forward uh, with alacrity. I think that uh, at this point now, where I guess two years into this, right, because at first we had the Comey investigation that kind of transferred into the Mueller investigation, two years in, uh, they still don't have any proof of a Russian collusion. But that's their task, to find it. And I believe the investigators at the special counsel's office are following leads all the way to the end. I'm hoping this ends soon, but it sounds to me like they have more digging to do. Oh, I think that the, the Office of Special Counsel has something. Uh, they didn't give me, they're very circumspect in their questioning, very directed with their evidence. Um, uh, I believe that they, they think they're onto something. What that is, I don't know, but they're not messing around. I'm concerned for Roger, I'm concerned for Rick Gates, I'm concerned for Paul Manafort, I'm concerned for Michael Cohen. I'm concerned for the President of the United States, but here's what's really interesting. They here. asked about Michael Cohen as well? They did, but they Do never... You know oh, sure. I know Michael. He's a friend of mine. But they didn't ask me any questions that I recall about the President of the United States. To me, that was remarkable. Um, but still, I mean, listen, I, I thought they treated me with respect. I thought that they had a, a, an incredible amount of information. Um, I was actually kind of impressed by it. I don't think I'm going to be friending them on Facebook anytime soon, you know. As the trials that may come out of this, come, you know, uh, roll out next, you know, later this year, um, uh, who knows what's going to happen. Uh, but listen, I'm upset about what's happening in the House and the Senate. I'm upset about the politics behind all of this. But, you know, while I've been critical of this investigation, I understand that it's my duty, it's my responsibility as a person who enjoys the freedoms of this nation to participate if they think I have something. So if they want me to come back, I will come back. Um, Roger's one of my best friends, you know. Uh, I was his driver in, uh, yes, in 1986, uh, shortly, just for a few, for about a week. And then we worked together on Jack Kemp for president, where I learned a lot more about politics from Roger and Jack and others uh, than I ever knew before. Uh, and since then, Roger and I have become closer and closer. When, for the time that I was in Russia, those seven years, 
our, our, we had absolutely a zero relation. Roger never came. He never called me. He never wrote. Uh, but at, besides those seven years when I was living overseas, Roger and I have been really close. No doubt. I, 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 can, I am absolutely concede that I've lived an interesting life. Uh, but to construe me as some kind of a Putin guy, only would, if you did that, you'd just tell me that you don't have Google. All I got to do is Google my name in Russia, and if you can get past all the crap about this investigation, you'll find that I've been very critical of Vladimir Putin. Uh, but listen, when it comes down to it, you're working for the President of the United States on his campaign. There's allegations of collusion with Russians, and Michael Caputo used to work for the Kremlin. I'm probably the only guy in America that worked for the Kremlin and the White House, because I've worked with the White House in the past. Uh, I think it was inevitable. I, th I thought that I was going to be called before the Mueller investigation for months. In fact, I was kind of palms up about why I hadn't been there yet. I was certainly hoping it would never happen, but, and it's painful, man. I mean, they are not easy, those guys. Uh, but I, I, what they're doing is, my attorney says, is pure investigation. No, my daughter's Russian. Uh, I speak to my daughter. My business partner is Russian, uh, lives in America. We spoke pretty often. Uh, a lot because I lived there seven years in the peak of my life in my 30s. Um, many of my friends are Russian. Uh, I'm right now, uh, we just announced this week that I'm producing a nationally touring ballet called Sleeping Beauty Dreams. It premieres in, in Miami in December and then New York City. Uh, these are definitely Russian actions, Russian activities. I'm so tired of the Russian investigation that I've decided to collude with Russian ballerinas. I don't think it's paranoia. I think this is directed political attack on the President of the United States, one that was devised by the Hillary Clinton campaign, financed by the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee, and now financed by very uh, 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 wealthy Democratic donors who are still trying to find proof that that bogus dossier is true. These people are briefing the Democratic operatives on the Senate and the House Intelligence Committees. They say that they're briefing the FBI and this Office of Special Counsel. This is an organized assault on the presidency of the United States. I don't think the people inside the Office of Special Counsel are necessarily participating in that. They don't seem very political to me. Um, I think that they're not having any fun over there. Uh, uh, most of the guys I met over there for, were from out of town. They'd like to go home. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, if they, if they put together an Office of Special Counsel, it, it's, it's going to take some time. And I didn't recognize any of the men in the room uh, from television, and I don't think I should divulge who they were. They, they didn't seem like any of the folks being discussed in the media. Uh, they were straight pros. Uh, it was a, a very nondescript, ugly government furniture uh, uh, conference room about the size of a bathroom. Three hours plus, um, uh, they, were, they weren't pulling any punches. At, at some points in time, it, it got kind of frightening, uh, frankly, because, you know, listen, I, I, I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> this is not something I know about. Uh, so I'm sitting there trying to be as truthful as possible. But listen, I'll tell you, being truthful is difficult. It is. Not because it's hard to tell the truth, but being conscious of every word that comes out of your mouth and making sure that it's absolutely accurate. I thought this was about trying to find collusion between the, the, the president and Russia, or the president's campaign in Russia, I guess, but maybe they just have decided that the president wasn't involved and that the, the campaign operatives might have been. I don't want to speculate too much about it, but I thought it was remarkable that you know, there was no real discussion. They, they, listen, I'll tell you, they know a lot. 
they have everything. You know, if, they, if all they brought in the room was what they knew about me, there's a lot of stuff in that room. These guys have been doing a lot of digging. Uh, but I think they're still uh, following leads uh, on things that they're not really quite close enough to yet. They have probably more people to talk to. Um, it didn't sound to me like they've made any conclusions. Um, but they're a very clear uh, direction uh, in their question that's all about collusion. Oh, I think they're as suspicious about WikiLeaks and Julian Assange as I am. You know, when, when, uh, when the Democrats were hacked and the, and the WikiLeaks uh, DNC emails come out, I tweeted that day, I said, we're all having fun as Republicans with these leaks, but let's not forget, this is Vladimir Putin, and something needs to be done about this stat. I've known it was the Russians all along. Um, uh, some people think that it wasn't hacked. Maybe it was. Maybe, you know, there needs to be some investigation into that. You have no doubt that... I have no doubt that he was behind uh, a lot of this provocation uh, during the elections. I lived there seven years. That's what they do. And in some ways, probably a little more civilized fashion, that's what we do. It's called spycraft. You know, in 1994, I was sent to Russia by the Clinton administration to meddle in their elections. We all do it. The problem we have here is that you know, the elections in America are sacrosanct. They're, it's, you know, it's something that we shouldn't allow foreign, foreign governments to mess with. And if they were messing with us in 2016, it was because we let them do it for a long, long time. Something needs to be done about access and influence over our elections by foreign governments. But I do not believe that the Trump campaign had anything to do with it. And I also believe that the President of the United States is going to make sure this doesn't happen again. Uh, when Roger Stone and I were talking about WikiLeaks and Guccifer and stuff, we, we, we disagreed. Uh, and and he, he was kind of upset about that. And, and when I put out that tweet saying, this is Russia, uh, Brian Fallon, the spokesman for the, the Clinton campaign, said, former Trump advisor, says it was Russia, and he's the only one from the campaign that says that. I'm also the only one from the campaign that lived in Russia for seven years. This is what Ru the, 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 the Kremlin does. And... Uh, if we're not ready for it next time around, they're going to continue. Um, the president, I think it was good political uh, fodder uh, for him to uh, talk about this. I think the emails, I mean, that was Russia, I think. But it was also exposing some pretty s terrible things about the Democratic Party. Uh, I think it was really tempting uh, to applaud that. But right now we need to be focused on our next election and the election after that. And I think the president is. I think the president doesn't like talking about this because it, it tends to make people think that he was not elected legitimately. I don't think the Russians had any impact on our elections. I think they messed with us. But anybody th that thinks, you know, six figures uh, on Facebook is going to change the, the direction of uh, an, an American presidential campaign doesn't know anything about digital marketing. You know, Pierre, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to end up. Uh, my wife and I, we were up late at night you know, trying to figure this out. You know, I've had my life on pause for, for a year because of this, more than a year. And it's time for all of us to press play again. But, you know, I think the worst thing the president could do would be to fire Bob Mueller. I think the best thing we can all do is let them get to the end of this investigation. I think we need to be critical of it. I think we need to keep them within boundaries. I think there are people at that... Uh, uh, Office of Special Counsel who are tempted to be really aggressive and maybe push the fence post a little bit. We all got to keep an eye on it, but let's get it over with. Because, listen, as far as I'm concerned, uh, we have not seen any evidence of Russian collusion. I don't believe we ever will. And the sooner we get that out there, the better off we all are.
Their inner circle come up. Now that I think about it, nobody with the last name Trump came up at all. Jared that's Kushner. amazing to me. Jared came up for a minute, but that's because I brought him up in a, in, a, in a sidebar. It had nothing to do with the line of questioning. Uh, but nobody with the last name of Trump came up. That's interesting. I didn't even think about that. I, it was remarkable to me that the president wasn't brought up, but you know, his sons weren't brought up. His daughter wasn't brought up. His son-in-law wasn't brought up. <laughs> I don't know where it's going. Uh, none that jumped to my mind right now. I mean, they did talk about Corey Lewandowski. It was more about the, you know, the office politics than anything else. It doesn't sound like me to me like Corey Lewandowski's in the jackpot here. Um, you know, the, uh, the names that uh, they were discussing were the names that are in the news. And I really have to be cautious about interfering with this investigation because I want this thing to end. I'm concerned not just about Roger Stone, but about Paul Manafort and Rick Gates and Michael Cohen and all these people who I consider my friends. I think they're all being scrutinized pretty closely. Um, some of it you might expect, uh, but uh, I'm really worried. I, I think that um, uh, this is, at this point, uh, it appears to me that they're still talking about Russian collusion, but the stuff they're doing with Michael Cohen doesn't seem to be about Russia much at all. What they're doing with Paul Manafort has nothing to do with Russia. Rick Gates, same thing. You know, I think anybody who's being scrutinized by this investigation needs to worry. I did tell the investigators that I would be circumspect in my, in, in my interviews. I think that anybody who talks in detail about what happened in that ugly government conference room uh, it risks interfering with the investigation, but also lengthening the investigation. Uh, you know, my, you know, my uh, uh, legal team has a defense agreement, a joint defense agreement with Roger Stone. I mean, they'll be talking. I won't be talking to Roger about it. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, I think it's best bet, the best thing for all of us if, is if we move this thing, let this thing move forward. And please, whatever happens, do not fire Bob Mueller. I'm concerned about the Department of Justice. I think there are people at the top of the Department of Justice who have not been honest to America. I think there are people in the Obama Department of Justice who are working against the interests of the Trump campaign intentionally. Uh, for example, I, I was unmasked. You know, why did that happen? You know, I, I think that they've been following uh, the, the leads around uh, the Trump team for quite some time. I'm concerned about the Department of Justice right now. I believe some of those people are still there. Rod Rosenstein? I don't know, uh, but I'll tell you, it, it bothers me that there are so many people so very critical of the president still in place in our law enforcement or, uh, arena. And I was informed at the beginning of this interview that I'm a witness. Um, I was not informed anywhere during the interview that that changed. Uh, they did not talk to me about going to the grand jury, although I would if they asked me. They did not talk to me about coming back again. Although I would, uh, they asked me for some follow-up documentation, which we'll provide. Uh, I think I entered a witness, I exited a witness, and just like I told the Senate, and just like I told the House, I am absolutely immaterial to this investigation, and it's too damn expensive for my family. Michael Flynn did not come up at all. Another interest. George Papadopoulos did not come up at all. And of course, nobody really ordered any coffee, so... We didn't really need him around. Papadopoulos? I never saw the guy in my life. 
I, I don't know. I wouldn't know Papadopoulos if I saw him on the street, him or his Russian wife. Back tomorrow. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 